Hi, this is The Me Journeys, and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. Hi, welcome to the Mead Journeys. I'm Paige Tripp, and I am so excited to be here with all of you. Um, last week, we, you know, just kept on the journey. <laughs> and this week, we're going to just um, tackle um, another wonderful parenting joy. Last week, again, um, we we talked about the biological component of how parenting can trigger us on a deep level and make it difficult for us to interact with others as well as, you know, really nurture ourselves and our relationships. It can, you know, cause marital issues because as moms and sometimes dads, the effects of our children's behavior can trigger deep wounds with inside of us that make us act out in certain ways that cause either self-sabotage or victim mentality. In my own marriage, it caused um, judgment. I would become very judgmental of my husband, and I also got in the way of him connecting with our children. And I didn't realize that until it became an actual big issue. So um, if you didn't hear that episode, I suggest go back and listen to it and um, check it out. This week, we had a lot going on. we're in this wonderful phase of my children are both in, they're all in different stages of life. So I have toddlers and then I have um, a seven and a nine-year-old who are somehow turning into 20-year-olds very quickly. <laughs> um, but we have been having behavior issues and Again, as I stated, I don't I think I stated it in the last episode, um, I have this thing, thing where I kind of like place my self-worth in my parenting and that's all I've ever wanted to be is a mom and when I'm struggling to tackle and um, master certain parenting moments is when the self-worth and the doubts kick in. So this week I was shocked at myself (laughs) um my daughter um had some rebellion we've been as i stated in a few of these other podcast episodes that uh, we've been struggling with the technology and how to navigate that in this world where we're teaching balance or trying not to control because obviously all the friends have phones um and finding the balance is hard. And so normally I have a lot of control issues when it comes to this because I'm scared of what is what she's missing out on in life and just trying to control the outcome. Anyways, um, so every day of the week she's been going on Zoom calls and refusing to really like play outside very much and interact with us. And it's always a battle to come off. And 
So this week, she decided that she was not getting off Zoom when I told her the time was up. Now, normally, this would entail a huge blow up between the both of us where I'm trying to get my way and she's trying to get her way. And nothing, nobody gets their way and we're both being disrespectful in a way to each other. So I decided to just say my boundary. This is the time you have. If you choose to continue and break the boundary that we've set, then there will be a consequence and it will be based around technology. And she did not want to hear what that was and she didn't care. And she ran out of the room and said a few wonderful comments and then continued on with her day. And now she's getting to the age where I cannot physically force her to stop doing things without physically, you know, like, you know, there's just times where we can't physically like get our kids to do something. And so that's when the ego sets in and we're like, oh no, she's going to get off that dang device or I'm going to throw it out the window or I'm going to do this. Like we get so dramatic in our minds. Now I'm not saying this out loud. This is what I'm saying in my head, but I normally freak out and try to force my control where I like rip the device out of her hand and we're, you know, she's chasing me and trying to get it. And this week I was just like, no, I'm going to let her fail. I'm going to let her, nobody's hurting. She's not hurting anybody. Nothing bad is really happening in this moment. There's no one, like it's not life or death. No one's harming somebody. Just let it go. Like, okay, yeah, it hurts. She's literally like slapping you in the face with her words and her actions, but we're going to let it go. We're not going to force. And yeah, she stayed on for quite some time and she had, she had a blast. That's great for her. Um, and so I tried during this time to just like soothe my ego and be like, you're, you're still a good mom. She knows what she's doing. All right, get you a page. Um, Sorry, I'm starting to get a little sick and ADHD moments are pretty high this week. So (laughs) excuse my lack of enthusiasm and fun. But um, basically what happened is I let her stay on and she knows that at dinner time she's she must get off. So she did get off at dinner time, but she stayed on for quite a few hours. And um, I just let her have that space to to fail And when I was calm enough to have a conversation with her and she was then, she came down from her wonderful moment, I informed her that she lost technology for the remainder of the week because she used all of her technology time in one day. She made a choice to use the time up in one day. So now she needs to spend the rest of the week missing out. She will not be attending any of the Zoom calls with her friends and she won't be you having the TV or any other technology. Um, and she had a moment. And then the next day she had a moment as well when she realized that mom was sticking to her guns, but I did not argue with her. I was not controlling. I simply stated, you made the choice. This is the boundary. This is the end of the conversation. So she cried, but she didn't break the boundary. Um, and I'm so thankful for that because honestly, in this, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, oh my God, what would, what would I have done if she broke the boundary again? <laughs> and 
again, as we're parenting and we're relearning how to parent through our own journey of healing, this is when we get to see the moments of healing start to where we're, we're in control of our emotions and we're in control of, of ourselves and not forcing control on our kids. And we need to make allowing failure in our homes where, yeah, they do break some boundaries, but allowing that to that failure to play out because as we continue to take control of our kids' failure and force upon them the consequence that immediately and quickly, we're not allowing them to naturally feel into, oh, I really screwed up and now I'm missing out. And honestly, I was really shocked at her in the sense of she didn't, she knew what she did and she owned it. And seeing me not respond and react and not lose control. Literally the next day, the the first day that she had officially lost the technology, she tried. She came to me and she was like, okay, I'm going to go on Zoom. And I'm like, I think you're forgetting your consequence of your actions yesterday. You lost Zoom, you lost technology. So you can go play outside, you can go do art, you can go play toys keep yourself busy and she cried as her sister's playing with her friend online and they're playing the Roblox games and she cried but she came right to me and I didn't shame her I just reminded her of her consequence and I said I'm sorry that you have to go through this but you know maybe next time we'll stay with you know maybe or how did I say it? I said I know that this is not easy but it's important to learn that there are boundaries in life. I'm so sorry you're struggling right now. And I just hugged her and she cried. And then we moved on and she did not test. She did not try to take anything. She just, she felt seen, I think. And, and what I, I'm, I'm assuming is occurring is she didn't feel controlled. She knew that she made a choice and she didn't feel that I was trying to control her or yell at her or shame her or guilt her or cause her to feel bad about that in that moment. I just allowed it to play out and I allowed her to get her feelings out. She cried, you know, and that was it, you know, and it's human nature to fight back when we feel controlled or like someone's trying to force something on us, even though we know it's probably what we should be doing when people are controlling us and telling us what we can and cannot do, it is human nature to fight back. It's just the fight or flight. And so allowing her space to fail and stay strong in my consequence, consequences and boundaries was crucial. You know, the most important thing is like I remained calm the whole time, which resulted in her not arguing or yelling the next day. And she didn't get it. She didn't get what she wanted and she realized she messed up and didn't feel like like not having what she wanted was a form of control, but it, it was just like this gentler way. You know, I let go of that ego and knew that she was safe. I knew that she was safe and that's like the most important thing I kept saying in my head is like, she is safe. All of my other children are safe. 
She's not breaking any laws. You know, I just had to like talk myself down out of that like ego, fear and fight or flight response. Like literally my kid is safe. So I let go of the ego, knew she was safe. Yes, I felt disrespected. But at the end, the only one hurt in this process was herself. And she lost out the next days and throughout the week. And it's the natural consequence of her actions. And I've been very, very clear recently with her on my boundaries. She knows my, like, this is what I expect of you. It's nothing that's, you know, like, this is what I, I always tell her, I'm like, this is what I expect of you. And this is not a form of control because it is simply respectful to respect your space that you're living with and the people you're living with. So I expect that every day you come home from school, the you must put away, empty out your lunch bags, put them away, empty out your folder and put your backpack away and do your homework. If you don't have homework, you need to read and then you can continue on with whatever it is you need to do. And then other than that, they like have to put their shoes in a bin and put their jacket away. And it's just like this basic, these are my basic boundaries. If you take it out, you put it back. And we're working, we're still building that one up because that one's a big one. But you know, it's important that as we're learning to respect ourselves, that we learn the difference between the boundaries and the control. And being a person who never knew boundaries and, and is still currently learning what boundaries look like, that is a fine line to play. And so really being slow and precise in what it is you're wanting and how you want to express these boundaries and what is it what is the boundary is super important and so um yeah it, it's so hard on the heart <laughs> when we are learning this because as a person who is codependent and a person or who has struggled with codependency i'm not going to remain codependent so let me rephrase that the person who struggles with codependent tendencies and ego and fear-based parenting, it is hard on my heart. And when I need to, you know, follow through with those consequences, it's hard. And I will say, though, watching the results begin to show up and, you know, it take less time and energy to get her and my other girls to, you know, come down from these huge emotional, out of control, emotional outbursts has been so transformational and so like just such a great relief knowing that consistency is the absolute key here. So like, yeah, you're going to fail in parenting. You're going to fail in these moments when we're, where we're learning to rewire our brain. We're learning to re reparent and reparent ourselves sometimes that is a point of like the consistency factor so when you fail what is happening and so my question to you is as you fail through your week because failure is inevitable as you fail in parenting or in being consistent with workout or what you eat or whatever it is that you're currently working on, when you fail, what 
mindset begins to be triggered? And then what does that mindset, how does that mindset affect the actionable items you do next? In myself, when I would fail in parenting, I, it would trigger the wounds of I'm not good enough. I'm a terrible mother. I don't know how to parent. I'm worthless. And then what would occur from there is I would, the negative self-talk, then the victim mentality of, I never know how to do this. It's all, you know, I, I shouldn't have had kids. Woe is me. Then it leads to, I feel like shit. How do I make myself feel better? And then I would go into the spiral of binge eating. I would um, stay up late to like dissociate and then just watch TV and scroll through my phone and stay up till like two in the morning, then get up at like four in the morning. And the spiral, I would get into this spiral where it would just, the negative self-talk would trigger and trigger and trigger leads to inactivity, leads to binge eating, leads to me self-soothing the only way I knew how, which was eating. And then I'd wake up the next day, feel like shit, have a difficult time regulating myself, which would then lead me back into the cycle of I need to chug my coffee and then binge eat or not eat at all because I was so bad. I would feel so terrible that I was binge eating and then I would starve <laughs> and eat my, and this whole cycle of woe is me. And the, so paying attention to your negative cycles and your trigger moments is the most important. And again, for parents and everybody, failure is so important. We need our failures because the failure in each time we fail, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to grow, for us to evolve, to, for us to change. Even if it's just one little thing has changed, even if instead of um, say I go into the negative self-talk, but now the only thing that's different is I go into the negative self-talk. I feel bad for the moment, but then I do not pick up a bag of chips. I've already ch started changing. And you know what? Maybe then for the next several months, the bag of chips is gone, which it is. I don't eat chips very, very much anymore. I've started to self-talk myself out of that and like replace it with something healthier and I retrained my mind and it took a very long time, but it's good. It's possible. And I'm now to the point where my self-talk is the negative self-talk is very limited when it comes to parenting. And I'm, I'm realizing that the more I practice these skills of noticing what's going on and changing my thoughts and doing these in special different ways, has really triggered me into more positive self-talk and more positive changes. So as I fail and I'm starting to lose control, I notice immediately, right away, I start to feel it in my body and I, you know, I'm like, okay, go change it up. And, you know, we switch these mindsets and then we move through them quicker by practice and practice, practice. So as children, as adults, no matter who you are, Failure is necessary. It is inevitable and it is the key to learning. Again, let me say that again. 
because it's a good one. Failure is inevitable. It is the key to learning. No matter what age you are or where you are in your healing journey or in your life, failure is inevitable. However, it does not mean that growth is not inevitable because it is. We are always going to grow as long as we are willing to look at the failure, find the lesson, and make take an actionable item from that and start switching it. And honestly, you can talk to a lot of people. And yes, I still have moments of losing my cool and being overwhelmed with the crazy amount of energy that is in my home with these five other people who are always feeling things along with myself. And I'm still learning how to protect my energy because I never learned that. And so there are moments when I do lose control and I'm feeling out of control of my body and I'm getting into that victim mentality. But the rebound is real quick. It's, you know, at most, you know, on a bad day, which I haven't had many, but I have had one. It's taken like a whole 24 hours. But on, you know, little, for the most part, it's like, maybe 10, 15 minutes and then I'm bounced back because I'm doing more activities that are, are regulating me, whether it's connecting to the breath or positive self-talk. There's so many other things that I'm doing, but allowing failure to occur and knowing that it's okay to fail. That is where our actions are going to shift is the when we shift our mindset of failure for our kids, for ourselves, and know that it does not determine our worth if we fail or not. Life is going to change quicker. You're going to feel better. You're going to move better. You're going to respond better. So this week, I challenge you to identify your failure response. So what does that mean? It means anytime a moment seems like a fail because again, failure is based on your own opinion. It is not a one size fit all. Um, anytime you fail or you feel like you're failing, what thoughts are occurring and then what triggered, what wounds are triggered and what actions are then taken to identify our negative cycles. And once we identify those negative cycles, we can then go through and begin to change them and adapt our thinking around them. And honestly, I think this has, you know, it's taken quite a, I'm, you know, my daughter's going to be 10 in the summer and it's only taken me this long, but I did it and I'm doing it and I'm getting better at it. And I know you can too. And I know that practice makes consistency and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say perfect, but practice does help to make it feel more perfect if perfect is even a thing. And so I'm here, you know, rooting you on guys. You're going to do this. We're going to all, you know, we're going to do great. We're going to be great parents and we are, 
we are great parents. Let's rephrase that. We are great parents. We are amazing. We are showing up through the shit shows, through the ups and downs, through the good moments, the bad moments. We show up no matter what. And the fact that we're showing up and we're questioning and we're trying to grow just is proof enough that we are the shit. So rock on parents. You are killing it. And I'm so proud of you. And that's it for me today because my throat is a little bit scratchy and possibly getting a little cold. So I'm going to sign off and I am um, just a quick reminder, my free webinar called Bringing Sexy Back, which is um, where I share the tools that I use to fall back in love with myself or fall in love with myself for the first time. Um, this is for men and women. It is just talking through basic concept of things that I applied to my life that are easy to adapt for busy lifestyles and will help begin to grow your self-love. If you get in and listen to the um, webinar, at the end of the webinar, I share that I am giving a little giveaway or a little percentage off of something fun and um, that will, that promotion will end on May 13th. So that's this Friday. If you are listening to this before then hop on and sign up for my emails, you go to my website, scroll down to the bottom where you will see the little webinar that is, uh, on the left corner. It says bringing sexy back. You'll see my logo and put your name in your email, sign in. You get the webinar and then you also get an opportunity to receive some special little gift. So it is a, I'm just going to tell you, because if you're listening to this, it is a 50% off of a 30 minute session with me where we dive in deep and pick a goal and I help you to create a, a plan of your choice and we just dive in and, you know, you get a little chance to work with me and yeah, I'm excited and I can't wait to see who gets this special treat because once it's over, then you have to pay full price to work with me. So um, I hope that you get in before the wonderful 50% off goes out the window. All right. Well, that's it for me. I love you all. Please tune in next week. And I look forward to sharing more fun and exciting adventures of my wonderful life as a mother and healing through this journey. That's it. Happy journeys. I love you all. Bye.